Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world, this is another episode of your host, David J. Harris Jr. And thank you, truly thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of you that choose to spend a little bit of your day with me as I try to bring you the truth, the no-nonsense news, the non-liberal biased news that so many of us are growing more and more aware of each and every day. If you're on Facebook right now, please hit the share button. It goes a long way to help reach the masses. Hopefully one of your friends or family members will see something on today's episode that'll make them also question the liberal mainstream news and wake up. Same with you, Twitter family, YouTube family. Thank you so much. And if you're listening via the David J. Harris Jr. podcast, boy, oh boy, are you getting some amazing one-on-one interviews from Herschel Walker to uh, Ted Nugent to dropping this week, Senator Ted Cruz and Michael Knowles. Graham Allen also will be on there. Who else am I, who am I missing? I'm going to have Mike Lindell on again because we've got updates coming, friends. We have updates coming for you all on what I've been talking about that is a therapeutic for this uh, virus. The the disease that must not be named is what we use on our articles. But without any further ado, we'll get into it right now. If you're not already subscribed to the David J. Harris Jr. podcast, please do so after the show. I think you'll love the content. So while we've got chaos that just continues to wage in Democrat-controlled cities, and we've got mayors that are literally blaming the president, these videos I'm going to show you, you're not going to see them on the mainstream media uh, news channels. Most, Even Fox sometimes won't even show you these clips. Uh, to the superwoman that has emerged on the scene, Beverly Beatty, I've actually reached out to her for an interview. She's agreed to have an interview with me as well. That'll also drop on my podcast. We'll do a deep dive with Beverly Bevelin uh, later on this week. But you're going to love the news I've got for you and you're going to love the videos I've got. So again, thank you so, so much for choosing to spend a little, a little of your time with me. Please hit the share button right now if you have not already. Well, friends, the chaos just continues. Uh, there's, there's, it seems like FB, Facebook, has a problem with the chaos, the chaotic sound of these videos. So I'm going to turn the sound down. Hopefully they won't block this. Uh, there's nothing violent. There's, there's nobody, there's no gruesomeness. There's no mayhem. There's a lot of shouting, which seems to be all these, these terrorists, uh, that, uh, the, the liberal left just continues to want to call protesters. Uh, that's all they seem to know how to do is shout. All they know how to do is shout, chant, and be violent. And that's exactly what they're doing. This coming from Portland. So there they're trying to barricade and block and further vandalize uh, a courthouse, I believe that was, in Portland. And uh, we actually have the mayor of Portland that thinks that this is all Donald Trump's fault. Yes, he actually believes, which is what I've been telling you, it's what I continue to share on my show with all of you, is that this is entirely political. The fact that that civil liberties buildings, the fact that, uh, that federal buildings have been vandalized have been boarded up, have been destroyed. It is 100% political. 
friends, they want to hang this on the on the neck of the current president of the United States in hopes that no one votes for him this coming November. Well, I think they're going to see the exact opposite take place. Here's one more video of the absolute mayhem that's taking place in Portland. Yeah, they don't want to be recorded. No, they've seen the videos of the uh, uh, the federal agents that are rolling up on individuals in unmarked vans and just throwing them in the car uh, and taking them away. Yes, that is coming to all of you rightist domestic terrorists. It's exactly what you are. What in the world gives you the right to destroy property like this? Do you know how many small businesses have been destroyed during your mayhem, your supposed uprising, all against supposed systemic racism, supposedly against the police? It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting and disturbing. And Americans are waking up to it. I wonder how many individuals out there, maybe you, that posted that black square on your social media in solidarity of these supposed Black Lives Member Matter movement members. I wonder how many of you are actually now waking up to understand this has nothing whatsoever to do with black lives. Most of these individuals are just truly anarchists. They're Marxists. They hate this country. And like my good friend Herschel Walker said on my podcast recently, if you don't like this country, just leave. It's really that simple. But they don't want to leave. No, they want to topple our current system of government. They want to topple everything that's good about this country because they don't think we should exist. And unfortunately, friends, it has been a long time in the making. It's the rules for radicals of Saul Alinsky. It's that prolonged and over, uh, it's an over a great period of time that they're willing to put forth the effort to indoctrinate our students, to indoctrinate our youth, that many of us, unfortunately, have sent them to schools to be indoctrinated, universities, to come out with these ideologies where they believe America is racist and needs to be wiped off the face of the earth. Well, friends, they're actually siding with the Marxists, the Leninists, and everybody else. Every, everybody that's pushing for communism, uh, the, so, the so-called anti-fascists, are actually the very fascists themselves. Ronald Reagan actually said it. If fascism ever comes to America, it'll come in the name of liberalism. That's exactly what we are seeing. So here we've got the mayor of Portland actually doing the unthinkable trying to persuade people that, well, the chaos that's taking place, it's none other than the fault of Donald J. Trump. Oh, yeah. Donald Trump is who's to blame for all this chaos, not the lack of police presence, not the lack of law enforcement, uh, not the lack of enabling and allowing law enforcement to do their job and protect the streets. No, it's not their fault. It's not these Democrats, uh, these mayors, these governors' faults. No, it's actually... Donald Trump's fault. Are you kidding me? The words and actions from President Trump and the Department of Homeland Security have shown that this is an attack on our democracy. I stand with our senators, representatives, and our state, county, and city leaders in denouncing their presence. President Trump has used our city as a staging ground to further his political agenda so do us a favor. 
keep your troops in your own buildings or have them leave our city. The federal government says that they wouldn't have come into the city if city leaders had gotten a handle on the riots. What's your plan to get a handle on the violence? And you say that we can handle it better than the feds can, but we haven't heard or seen a plan to stop vandalism or the riots even prior to the federal government or federal officers getting into town. The numbers were dwindling, the energy in the crowd was decreasing, and people were moving elsewhere to do other things. Yeah, they were moving elsewhere to do other things like like continue to create chaos and mayhem and disorder everywhere they went. It's absolutely just baffling to me that a mayor, an elected official, would blame the chaos on the president of the United States when he has reached his hand out and said, let me send in the National Guard. You can send in your own National Guard, but obviously you're not able to handle the chaos that's erupted in your city. So let me help you. But no, no, they don't want the president's help. They don't want any help because ultimately, friends, they want a race war in this country. I truly believe that because it's divide and conquer. That's exactly how you break down a country. Divide and conquer. And that's exactly what their that's that's what their agenda is. Then we've got this. After defunding the police, Seattle City Councilwoman suggests white police officers should be fired first. You've got to be absolutely stinking insane. It, that's racist. Looney Tunes, Seattle City Council member Lisa Herbold has suggested that personal, personnel terminations in the Seattle Police Department ought to be made based on race. White officers laid off first to spare the jobs of non-white officers. That, by the very definition, friends, is racism. And it's coming from our council members. This elected official just threatened the termination of employment for a group of people based on their skin color and or ethnicity. If it were just if it were just a world, uh, she would be removed from uh, if it were a just world, she would be removed from city council. But I don't think in Seattle, I don't know if Seattle's waking up yet as a whole. I know there's a whole lot of liberals in that area. And unfortunately, there's probably too, too many that are still believing that this actually has anything to do, something to do with race and uh, something to do with blacks being uh, perpetrated against and, and us being the oppressed people in this country, which is all absolutely just, I, I got to bite my tongue sometimes. I really do, because it's so disgusting to me and it's so despicable to me for those of us. And I've, I've, I've met and dealt with very few forms of racism from individuals in my life, but I have dealt with it. But nothing compared to what my grandparents, great-grandparents, great-great-grandparents went through, nothing compared to what they went through. And none of my lineage, I guarantee you, no individual of color, no person that was a slave that got out of that, that, that survived or that lived long enough to see some truth start to break through. None of those individuals, I bet you not even the individuals that died at the hands of their oppressor, none of them would want us as the black community or any Americans to then turn around and repay that kind of evil with evil. Yet that's exactly what so many of these white liberals, and there's some blacks and Hispanics, but it baffles me that so many in the white community are championing this cause and so many of the rest of America are believing it and getting sucked into it. It's all evil, friends. This has become a battle between good and evil and you better wake up and know what side of the aisle you are on. 
while this chaos continues to rage and illegals are continuing to be let out of jail, basically given a get out of jail free card, maybe because of COVID, well, they're going to find any we- any reason whatsoever to allow illegals to get out of prison. Because again, from when it comes to the Democrats, they don't want borders anyway. They don't want anybody checking uh, the status, the health status, uh, the virus status, the disease status of anybody coming into our country. They just want them in because all they see are votes. Well, unfortunately, Americans are the ones that wind up holding the bag and sometimes even losing their lives over this. Illegal alien attacked female jogger after being freed from jail. Sanctuary city policies are great for illegals, but not for honest, law-abiding citizens. Not No matter how many times the liberal Democrats have it proven to them, they are dead wrong. They refuse to roll back their ill-fated policies. Sanctuary cities and states is just one such example. An illegal gets arrested for a crime, sometimes many crimes, and instead of turning them over to ICE, they set them free, of course, and then they do what, they, what criminals do best. They commit more crimes. Julio Andre Gonzalez Palacios, a 23-year-old illegal alien from Guatemala, is just one individual. Gonzalez was in the Denver police custody after being assault, uh, arrested for assault and burglary. They gave ICE just three and a half hours notice as to his release, of which, of course, is not enough time to transfer custody, which, of course, they also knew that. The very next day... Friends, Gonzalez attacked a female jogger with a board and she was taking, taken to the hospital in serious condition. This was the, the, a very preventable crime, but for Democrats, they favor illegal aliens over American citizens, it seems, every single time. Well, the president had a response to, uh, uh, to these Democrat mayors, these politicians, these governors that seem to blame him for their chaos. I don't know about you, but I absolutely love everything that I hear the president say, uh, especially when he's putting these imbeciles on blast. These are anarchists. These are not protesters. These are people that hate our country. And the politicians out there, yes, they're weak, but they're afraid of these people. They're actually afraid of these people. And that's why they say, we don't want the federal government helping. This is worse than Afghanistan, by far. This is worse than anything anyone's ever seen. All run by the same liberal Democrats. And you know what? If Biden got in, that would be true for the country. The whole country would go to hell. And we're not going to let it go to hell. Thank you, Mr. President, for announcing we are not going to let it go to hell, even though that's exactly what it seems like these Democrats want to do. Democrat mayors like L.A.'s Eric Garcetti have absolutely failed. I've seen videos, uh, Gavin Newsom, for the whole state. He's failing you as a state, California. I hope you uh, join me August 8th. I will be at a rally on the beach in Ventura, California, for a recall Gavin Newsom rally. You can look it up online. I'll keep you posted as to the dates and as to the uh, as to more of the information. But I will be in California. That is my home state. I love California. I just do not love at all. I hate how it's being ran. It's being ran into the ground. So August eighth, I'll be in Ventura, California, on the beach uh, for a recall Gavin Newsom rally. When it comes to the L- L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti, um, he's failed. President Trump is winning. I've been saying it for years. We are headed towards the divided states of America. It was easy to see as several U.S. cities had larger populations than some nations around the world. Their mayors and city councils were were progressive and their policies Marxists, which always leads to increasing poverty, high murder rates, racial tensions, high taxes, and overall 
uh, an overall city quality of life decline. Unfortunately, as we look around in 2020, I was right. And, and, and now, as we do live, uh, we do currently live, unfortunately, in the divided states of America. New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago are three of the most visible examples of what failing democratic socialism looks like here in the United States. I don't see a way out for these cities whose citizens have been dependent on government assistance for generations and with increasing numbers of Marxists graduating every single year, becoming a larger voting bloc, both demanding the complete tearing down of capitalism and installing a full Marxist system in its place. So regardless of how quickly their cities are declining to their leadership, the pain experienced during this period of time taking down the system is the ends justifying the means to make it happen. Death, despair, and debt are okay as long as they're heading towards their goals. These are just a few of the individuals that are responsible for this, but uh, I truly believe that in the middle of all of this, Americans are waking up and realizing Donald Trump was right, and we need to hold on to our country. We need to hold on and save it. We need to do what we can, and that leads me to this individual right here that absolutely exploded over the weekend on social media. I shared videos of Bevelyn Beatty, and uh, they they just went absolutely nuts, absolutely viral. Here's a short clip. If you did not see, I've got another video I'm going to share of hers this evening where she gave uh, she gave kind of a, a rundown on exactly what was going through her mind, how the police treated her and her friend that were that were taken into custody, that were arrested, that were cited, that were given a ticket. But it's a deep dive and a good look into who she is as a woman, what she stands for, what she believes in. This, my friends, is Bevelyn Beatty. Sorry for the language in the background there, but uh, Bevelyn absolutely just lit the internet up. Uh, I'm 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 proud of her as an individual. I'm proud of her for making a statement and making a statement she did. Until all lives matter, no, no lives matter. It's not about Black Lives Matter. And I love her message that Jesus matters. And I truly believe in this current climate that we're in, there is a spiritual battle that is waging behind the scenes that you believers out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. For those of you that don't believe, you know what, I guess uh, you can hope that we do know what we're talking about. I don't believe in a fairy tale in the sky. He's a very close personal friend of mine. I would not be alive today if it wasn't for Yeshua, for his grace grace for his mercy and for who I like to call Papa God. He's a good, good father. I guarantee you that. If you think anything else, then you've never actually met him. Unfortunately, maybe you met somebody that didn't represent him very well. And for that, I apologize. But he is a very good, good father. So I will have Bevelyn on very soon. Already made that connection and she's excited to join me for my podcast. Well, again, unfortunately, the chaos just continues. Chicago is another case in point. Shootings continue amid the protests. Police union chief now asking Trump for federal help to help quell the violence. Chicago is the kind of town where you, even Brian Williams, would not have to lie about dodging bullets. Survivor, uh, for Survivor, Chicago has been canceled solely 
because no one survived under the leadership or rather the lack thereof of Mayor Lori Lightfoot. The numbers are simply exploding. Last week, 50 were shot and seven were killed in Chicago, including a pregnant woman and a five-month-old baby. In the past, President Trump has offered to send help, but Lightfoot refused him. Why would a mayor of a city that is under attack with gun violence raging, with pregnant women getting shot and killed, babies, five-month-old babies being shot and killed, why would they refuse help of any kind unless it's purely driven by political ambitions? Friends, I really hope you wake up. I really hope you see what's being fed to us and why we, the American people, are under attack by these domestic terrorists. I hope you understand that our country is truly at stake. And there's only one man and one administration that is, that is currently standing in their way. And if Joe Biden, just like the president said, if Joe Biden was to get elected, friends, anarchy would reign in the streets. They want total control, top-down, control it all. They want a socialistic, a socialistic government style running our country where the government controls everything and then tells us what we can have. It's an absolute shame that this is where we're at right now in our country. Yet it is. And at the same time, I believe there's a reason why every single one of us were born to live in this era. We have the power to fight back. We have the power to vote for the individuals that are going to support our president's policies, America's first policies, our border policies. We have the power to do that this very year. And I truly believe that once the president's reelected, and if we can take back the House and keep the Senate, we will see a new, true, prosperous, and safe country. I truly believe that. At least... For the conservative states, who knows what the Democrat-controlled states may do. They just may continue their reign of terror just as, a, just as a middle finger to their own constituents, just trying to make it even worse and continue the race war that they've already started in this country. Only time will tell, but we must re-elect President Donald Trump. We absolutely must. Here is... Uh, some of the, 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 the chaos in Chicago, the... The, the mayor there doesn't want any help. The Chicago police were trying to defend a statue of Christopher Columbus. What did Christopher Columbus ever do? They don't care. They want to tear his statue down. What do these police officers do? They don't care either. They want to inflict harm on as many of them as possible. This is truly dis disturbing and disgusting. I'd like to take a moment and tell you about the most useful app on my phone. You know, it's hard to find the time to sit down, to read, and to learn more, but I always feel like I need to. When you don't have free time, you can't read or work on personal development. There's an incredible app that solves this problem, and I highly recommend it. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique, and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. I like Blinkist because I can listen to it while driving in my car, while traveling, 
while making breakfast or working out. I loved listening to this book, Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books. All the books you want, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com Harris. Try it for free for seven days and save 25% off of your new subscription. That's Blinkist. B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash Harris to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash Harris. That's Blinkist. B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash Harris to start your free seven-day trial. What was, what was discovered in that video of uh, that aerial footage is that individuals were dumping out those bottles that had been frozen, many of them frozen, to be used as weapons to launch at our police. Eventually the police had to leave the area for their own safety. Uh, and uh, there were so many of them that were injured and they're just there to try to protect and serve and preserve some of the monuments that we should all hold sacred or at least honor in this country. The mob, friends, seems to be winning in these Democrat-controlled areas. Sometimes I just can't even believe that I have to say this stuff, that I have to report this stuff. How in the world did we get to a place where the mob wins? Why in the world would any elected official allow the mob a violent, terroristic mob to pummel, destroy property, and harm, and cause pain, inflict damage and injury on our police. Does it baffle you? Does it alarm you? Make sure you understand who's allowing it to happen, friends. Make sure you really understand who's allowing it to happen and why. It is all political because they hate this president more than they love America. And we've seen how much, really now we're seeing exactly how much they love America. I think you can lump all these Democrat politicians, lump them right in with the mob. They're the KKK of today of the Democrat party. They're outside of politics. They're out in the streets. They're causing mayhem. They'd be lynching people right now if they could. Well, they're still shooting them and they're allowing people to get shot. It's truly a disturbing thing and a place that we're in right now. But I truly believe we can have hope in the middle of it. I truly believe that. I believe they are exposing themselves. They're exposing their true heart. They're exposing their mission. And that, my friends, is going to wake up and piss a hell of a lot of Americans off this year. I truly believe it is. Well, the New York Times, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an era of this cancel culture, the New York Post has slammed and outed the New York Times. For all of you liberals out there that want to cancel everything and anything that has any history of slavery, here's your next target. Yes, the New York Times. 
The New York Post slams the New York Times for being descendants of slave owners. I think the liberal left needs to turn on themselves a little bit. The embattled New York Times has recently has a, has a newly exposed blemish on their character. They are the people they claim to hate. And it's a former employee of the news organization who published the gory details. Michael Goodwin, a journalist with the New York Post, wrote in his article, The family that owns the New York Times were slaveholders. Goodwin's, it's far worse than I thought. In addition to the many links between the family that owns the New York Times and the Civil War Confederacy, new evidence shows that members of the extended family were slaveholders. In his research, Goodwin found the Times published a glowing profile of Confederate President Jefferson Davis on the 100th anniversary of his birth, calling him the greatest Southern leader. Goodwin went on to lay out in great detail the genealogy of the family that started the New York Times and the, and the details of their family history included owning slaves. Goodwin closes with, the discovery of these lurid his histories gives me no pleasure. The Ox Zolberger family is a great American family that has served our nation in war and peace since its founding. Ox himself turned the struggling New York Times into the gold standard of journalism, and the paper under his heirs often took great risks to defend the First Amendment. If the entire left, including the New York Times, were truly not charlatans, we suspect that they are, with their virtue signaling on racial issues, they would now turn to the streets to submerge the entire New York Times news organization into the cancel culture they heave on everyone else. Is that not what the BLM movement is all about? Shouldn't the family that owns the New York Times hand over ownership to uh, black journalists? Hey, here's one right here for you. Why isn't Saul Linsky, who taught us to make our enemies, uh, who taught us to make our enemies live up to their own rules? It was, wasn't it? Saul Linsky that taught us that they should learn from their own heroes. Yeah, they're Saul Linsky's. They're communist dictators that they so they seemingly so uh, love. They just love to love. Uh, if cancel culture does anything, maybe it'll actually turn some of these absolutely liberal, slanted, race-baiting divisionists, maybe it'll just turn them right on their own nose, right on their own head. I think that that uh, is a little bit of what needs to happen. Well, we've got, uh, I've got news from this Kentucky couple coming up that actually had to be put under house arrest. But first, something that is, uh, I believe, a bomb that is being dropped is the fact that Joe Biden is now a part of a criminal investigation in the Ukraine, friends. Yes, you're not going to see this on most of your liberal mainstream media news outlets. If this, if this was President Donald Trump, you better believe it'd be, it'd be plastered all over every mainstream media news outlet. No, but for this, we turn to OAN to get the details. Democrat presidential candidate and former Vice President Joe Biden finds himself in more hot water this week. Just confirmed, a Ukrainian court ordered Joe Biden to be formally listed in a criminal case. The crime? the alleged firing of Ukraine's former prosecutor general, Viktor Shokin, in exchange for dropping an investigation into Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, and the company for which he was a board member, Burisma Oil. Shokin formally called for an investigation into his firing back in February of 2020, claiming the Ukrainian government at the time relieved Shokin of his post in exchange for $1 billion in loan guarantees promised by Biden a bribe Biden himself admitted to doing. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. 
<laughs> got fired. Oh, yeah. Biden himself, that's been played over and over and over again. Now more light is coming to uh, more is coming to light that Joe Biden was the American that was not being named. Uh, it's very interesting that this is taking place right now. You gotta, you, you can't forget, had Hillary won presidency in 2016, none of this would come to light. None of it would mean anything whatsoever. Isn't this the exact same thing that they accused President Trump of doing? Uh, colluding with, uh, with Russia, uh, with uh, a, a quid pro quo with Ukraine? Well, now, with a criminal case actually naming Joe Biden in it. Friends, you know Joe Biden cannot, or his campaign cannot like this. Here's part two of that, of that information. But at the time Shokin called for this case back in February, the courts listed one of the defendants as an unnamed American, an individual widely understood to be Joe Biden, Obama's Ukraine point man. But Biden was never formally named. Now, the courts have ruled it is improper to conceal Biden's name and that there is sufficient evidence to proceed with an investigation. The ruling cannot be appealed. Another key development in this story is the release of a series of telephone conversations that has garnered major questions. Andrei Durkach, a member of parliament in Ukraine, in a press conference Tuesday released what he says appear to be voice recordings of then-Secretary of State John Kerry, Vice President Joe Biden, and then-President of Ukraine Poroshenko, discussing the Burisma case and discussing the removal of Viktor Shokin. Neither Kerry, Biden, nor Poroshenko have affirmed the verity of these recordings. The recordings appear to have been leaked from government officials and whistleblowers, but are currently being verified. <laughs> Woo! I think Joe is in some hot water, friends. I can't wait for them to validate those conversations. And you gotta know, if Joe knew, you know Barack Hussein also knew. Uh, that right there, friends, should be the end. But I don't think the uh, liberals in this country really care. Hopefully, the good, well-meaning Democrats in this country that see our country being torn apart, that see their cities and their states being ran into the ground, uh, giving laws and decrees that are unconstitutional, shutting businesses down in the name of this COVID pandemic, uh, hopefully that'll be enough. Along with this information with Joe to make enough Democrats and independents run away from that party and support the conservatives that are actually standing up for America. That is, we hope, what is taking place. Well, this right here is pretty uh, disturbing. This Kentucky couple were put under house arrest and forced to wear ankle monitors for refusing to sign a self-quarantine order. Are you kidding me? You're going to be on house arrest. Kentucky, a conservative state with bluegrass music, rolling hills, and down-to-earth people, you would think they would be the defender of liberty and individual rights. Well, we must think again. Because of the growth in liberals around their universities, Kentucky elected a progressive governor, Andy Bashir. He has been very active in enforcing CV-19 directives and just won a decision at the Kentucky Supreme Court blocking lower, lower court rulings that his measures were unconstitutional. Kentucky Supreme Court halts efforts to block Governor Andy Bashir's COVID-19 orders. As in California, most people I'm hearing from are sick and tired of the draconian measures taken by the progressive governors, and we are starting to see more of that kickback. This Kentucky couple was placed under house arrest and forced to wear ankle monitors after refusing to sign a self-quarantine order after testing positive for the coronavirus. Friends, 
I just got back from California where my father and his wife were both diagnosed with COVID. Neither were treated for COVID. They were uh, put under self-quarantine orders. They wanted to uh, mandate those orders. My dad was in the hospital for close to a week. He wasn't treated for COVID. He was treated for his other underlining health issues. They've both made an amazing recovery. We had an amazing weekend with him. He just celebrated his birthday. And tomorrow, I'm going to show you all a video of the truck that I was able to get my dad from your support. I helped out some as well, but because of your support, my dad was able to get a new truck uh, after his car, the rims and tires were stolen, and I felt like it was just a slap in his face from the enemy that was just trying to jab him while he was, literally, it seemed like fighting for his life. Ultimately, it was his other underlining uh, health issues. COVID, I'm sure, did not help those other issues, but again, he's made a full recovery. And we had a great day on his birthday. I'll show you that tomorrow. When it comes to these masks, can I just tell you, we all have rights. On the the trip back from uh, California, from San Francisco to Dallas, my wife and I were proudly sporting our Keep America Great hats on. My wife had a white one on. I had a red one on. And uh, if you have any health issue whatsoever, you you do not have to wear a mask. Well, I shared that my wife and I have a health issue and that we do not want to wear a mask. And they said uh, they actually tried to fight it a little bit. And they said, well, okay. Uh, I'll tell you, we were the only two people on the plane not wearing a mask. I've been tested for COVID. I know that I don't have it. Uh, If anything, I'm waiting to get my antibody results uh, to get antibody testing to get the results back. I'm pretty sure I had it back in February. And you want people that have uh, contracted it and have gotten better. You want those antibodies spreading around. We actually do. Well, there was a couple on the plane that just weren't having it. They were trying to get my wife and I kicked off the plane. We sat on the tarmac for an additional 30 minutes because they were trying to find a way. They were talking to the captain. The captain was going back. He was making phone calls. And he came back and he said... These individuals, they have rights. Uh, you cannot ask. It's a, it's a HIPAA violation to ask what the medical issue is. Um, but uh, ultimately, while they were trying to get us kicked off, there were also people we heard from afterwards that said we were telling them, you get off the plane. If you have a problem with them not wearing a mask, then you get off the plane. Well, they didn't get off the plane. They stayed on the plane, and eventually we did take off. The captain did come up to me, and he said, I'm, I'm standing up for your rights. I understand you have rights, and I want to make sure I answer any questions. He literally walked all the way up and down the plane to ask if anybody had any questions whatsoever. I turned to a couple that were sitting next to me, and I said, what's the, before the captain came back, I said, what do you think is going on? She laughed and said, I don't know. I said, you think it's my mask? She said, yeah, I think that's what it is. I said, or is it my hat? She said, I think it's your hat. (laughs) I think they had a problem with two Trump supporters walking on there, not as sheep. Friends, we've heard from Dr. Fauci say, I've seen the video multiple times. Maybe I'll share it tomorrow. I will. I'll share it tomorrow. Dr. Fauci himself even said, average Americans that aren't symptomatic shouldn't be walking around America wearing face masks. So we stood, we stood up for our rights, and so did that captain on that airplane. And uh, a lot of people afterwards, afterwards came up and said, thank you. We appreciate what you did. So that is, uh, that is it for today. God bless you. Again, if you want to support me in the show, give our products a try at uncorkedliving.com. The dream I take every single night. I couldn't get to sleep without this. Uh, this helps relax my mind, relax my muscles. All of our ingredients are chosen specifically because of their potency and their purity. You're not going to find another formula with this powerful ingredients in it. 
dream. This replaced my coffee. Some of you need to get off of coffee. Interlean did that for me. I take one of these in the morning uh, with a little bit of food and it boosts your metabolism, increases your mental clarity and focus, and you get energy and mental clarity for four to six hours. Detox Plus, I needed this over the weekend. I have still I have something going on right now. I've got to go in for a CAT scan tomorrow to see what's happening in my lower abdomen, uh, but this helped push some things through and get me through. Detox Plus is designed to relieve bloating, uh, relieve constipation and help keep you regular and then our uncorked drink packets this packet of five super fruits and high performance herbs it should be a replacement for soda for caffeine uh, for tea you can you drink it hot as a tea or a coffee instead of coffee this is filled with antioxidants anti-inflammatory properties they're all amazing get those at uncorkedliving.com and if you use the code david you'll also get some savings god bless you thank you so so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me please if you haven't already subscribed to the david j harris jr podcast do the do so right after the show we'll see you tomorrow for tgit god bless have a great rest of your night bye-bye